0: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. Military families are not like your traditional family. They are strong, brave, resilient, and some of the most incredible people I know. My name is Gracie, a U.S. Army brat, and I am your host. I am honored to be able to give military family members like myself a place for them to share their stories and experiences in the military life. Stay tuned for this week's guest. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of Grace, a Military Child and Life. Today, I'm here with Marina, who was an Army spouse. So, Marina, welcome to the podcast. How are you?
1: Hi, I'm really good. Thank you for having me on the podcast. This is such a cool experience, and I'm just yay. grateful to be on it in general. Oh, <laughs> uh, yay. I'm so excited to have you.
0: Um, Tell the listeners what it's like or what what it was like for you being an Army spouse.
1: Yeah, um, so it was very, very different because I didn't grow up with any knowledge of being part of like the military community. So um, it was just so it was a completely different change for me. So I went from just living in the same city my whole life to marrying this guy and then moving all the way across the country, not knowing anyone and just having to pretty much refigure everything out. But it was really cool and it was nice to meet everyone and. I was actually surprised like how quickly I like made friends and adjusted and I don't know, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And that that community aspect of other spouses and families and, um, you know, kids and other service members, that's really what makes the military life what it is.
1: Yeah, that definitely helped. If that that wasn't an aspect at all, I don't think we would have been there as long. Uh, It would have been much, much harder because everything was the community there, the people I could reach out to, the friends I made. Um, It just, it made it so much easier.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, picking up and moving from literally one end of the country (laughs) to the complete other end of the country is
1: not easy. And, you know, most people never do that in their life. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely never would have if I didn't end up doing it because he was in the military. Because um, my idea growing up in Florida every vacation was just find another beach that I've never been to. <laughs> <laughs> and I had no plans on moving outside of Florida. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we lit, picked up and moved all the way across the country to Alaska, and I had one hoodie <laughs> had a wardrobe. So I had to get a whole new set of wardrobes.
0: Yeah. And that's like, you know, for so many military families, it's like you just have a collection of different wardrobes for every single season because you never know where you're going to end up next.
1: Right. That's the crazy part to me is that um, you just you don't know until it's like so close to when you actually have to move anyways. So the idea that you just are like, all right, we're moving somewhere completely different now. And you just kind of got to like readjust and figure it out. is insane to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And Alaska and Florida, you can't get more opposite than that.
1: Yeah, that that took a little bit of an adjustment for sure. (laughs) it was different about it. Yeah. Um, It was a cool experience. Yeah. What kind of things did you get to do in Alaska? Uh, So we did a ton of hiking. It took us a while to figure out uh, what we wanted to do when we were there. Everyone said that it was more of the darkness in the winters and it was like the cold that was hard to adjust to. Oh, I Uh, bet but like instantly the people we met there, they were just like, yeah, find your thing that you like to do and it'll make it so much easier. And so we got into hiking a lot. We did a lot of like tubing in the winter and then we took our dogs outside like everywhere. So those were kind of like our main things. And then we just like go out with friends that we met and things like that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Cause you can't like Florida, it's, Like you said, everyone thinks Florida and the beach and, um, you know, (laughs) Disney World and Universal and those like just Florida things, because that's really all that's here. But then when you go somewhere else, it's like, oh, there's so much more to do in the world than just go to the beach or go to Disney or, you know, walk around with flat land.
1: Right. Yeah. It was literally a complete different situation and like nothing I was used to was up there. So uh, but we did a ton of hiking, which was fun. We saw moose everywhere. We lived on base and there would be like moose in our front yard or crossing the road, which was really cool for me to see. Uh yeah. we saw aurora borealis in our front yard oh my gosh (laughs) a reindeer farm that's like 30 minutes away from us I think we went there like 10 times
0: (laughs) because I love visiting it so
1: much yeah
0: no when I I grew up in Cleveland Ohio and like going back up there now after living in Florida for a decade it's like oh, there's deer that just, you know, roam all over the place so We're going to Maine. And we go there quite often and, you know, driving around here, it's like, okay, well, I have to watch for deer now. <laughs> like, I can't, you know, <laughs> when you drive around here, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about really anything except the other drivers. And, you know, that's scary enough, but, <laughs> right, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's that's like, you life. don't have to worry about other animals here. And it's like, oh, no. When you go other places, you you could worry about moose walking around. Right.
1: Yeah. And it's the craziest thing. But yeah, like even in Maine, Maine's super similar to it as well. Yeah. And that was definitely something I had to get used to. I was like, if there were no other cars around, I still had to make sure there wasn't something like darting across the road that could like total my car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Because you you just never know. And living in so many different places and you know, being able to explore, it's like Oh, the world is not the same as it is in one place.
1: Yeah. It was it was very eye-opening and it was honestly nice to have everyone that we met in the beginning, like people from his company and their wives and just like friends that we met in like our first couple months there seriously helped us out the most, especially cuz we got there in August so it was practically winter there Yeah, we got there, so we had to kind of figure out what we were doing right away.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly, because even, you know, it's November in Florida right now, and it's like still sunny and hot outside, and, you know, shorts and t-shirt weather, and in Alaska, you know, in August, you know, it's the complete opposite. There's probably already snow on the ground, and uh, it's cold and dark.
1: yeah. Yeah, the, the darkness was hard to adjust to um, and the one good, well, I guess it was kind of weird like because of all the wildlife, they didn't have as many streetlights as you would think they'd mm-hmm. have, how dark it gets, yeah, because um, they want to make sure that it's not attracting all the wildlife to the roads, so it was pretty hard to figure out like <laughs> how to drive and go around because... I mean, you have like your car headlights and stuff, but it's definitely a lot different.
0: <laughs> it is, especially because I couldn't even imagine, you know, driving around like my area at night. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's still so dark. And we have tons of street lights, but, you know, it's not daylight. So it's so weird driving around. But then pitch black darkness and then little lights and car headlights yeah you have them but they don't do much either especially when you're looking for a deer you know a dark
1: shadow across right yeah they only go like so far ahead of you and you just gotta figure it out from there
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but it's so nice to have, you know, people who are there and who have been there and be like, okay, well, here's here's what you need to know about the area. Here's how to how to live in Alaska during the winter.
1: Yeah, that was super helpful. And then between like the community that we had through like his company and everyone else we've met on base. And then I got a job. So all the people I met that are actually like from there, or lived there, like hearing everything from them as well. That helped us the most. And those were all of my like best and closest friends I have right now are still like people we either met in Alaska or like ha- are still living up there. So it was, I don't know, it's just crazy how nice and inviting everybody was. Like, no one was judgmental, which made the move a lot easier because I had no idea what I was doing or yeah. what
0: life was like. Right. You just get like thrown into it, and it's like, okay, well, I just have to figure it out from here.
1: Yeah. I was like, oh, well, I guess we'll just see what happens, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. And that's why I love the military community so much. Like even um, now that my dad's retired and we're, you know, two hours away from the closest base, um, it's like, it's still the family. And no matter how close or far, like you said, have people in Alaska still like people all over the place, just they never leave. Once you, once you have them, you're stuck with them for life.
1: Right. Yeah, that's what I think is pretty cool. Like we we have so many friends like all over the country now. And like if we're like most of the place we're like, oh, we could visit here and see this person and visit here and see this person. And it's just so cool how like I went from just being in Florida, not knowing anyone to going and be like, oh, like I know people that live in all these other places and they're just like the most genuine and nicest people. And then like watching them on Facebook and like their lives after we move away from each other. It's just so cool. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's the best part, especially
0: like you said, traveling, like you always have a place to stay when you go somewhere because, you know, it's literally having family all around the world.
1: Right. Yeah. And I love that. We, uh, a couple of years ago, well, a little while ago, we actually had a delay when we were coming back down here to visit. And we got stuck in Texas for a lot, for t- about a day, but the delay kept going. We had to wait till like the next morning for the next flight. And my husband actually had a friend that lived in that same city at the time. And so we got to just stay at their house for the night and like hang out with him and his wife. And it was just the coolest thing. It turned like a really bad delay into like the best experience ever.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like my dad and I just flew back from Maine and we flew with a, um, veteran airlift. So it was like just private flights. Um, And so they couldn't get us, they got us to North Carolina, and then they couldn't get us a flight until the next day. So we did, like, the same thing. We called a friend who lived um, close to the airport about an hour away, and we were like, can we come stay with you? Like, we want to see you. Like, we haven't seen you in years, and, you know, this is not, we want to have, like, an intentional trip to see you. But, you know, you have people all over the place that you
1: can be like, oh, hey, I'm stuck at the airport. Like, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and like it it is nice having like the intentional like meetups with everybody. Yeah, but like I think the like having a delay I and mean, like, hey, can I come like see you for the night and hang out hang out and stay over? I think that's just as fun too, because you're finding right. it, but it's like a little like side trip. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Those spontaneous visits, like you're really mm-hmm. are the best. And yeah. those people they don't care because they know they they know you're trying to get home to see your family and you know, they would be trying to do the same exact thing. So they're like, Hey, just, yeah, come on.
1: Yeah. Which I think is so cool. And that's why, like I say, everyone I meet, like all the friends we made, they're just so genuine. I feel like any single one of them, we could have that situation and ask and they would be like, yeah, sure. Like whenever you need to come on over. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's the best because we all are so understanding because you never know what the military is going to, you know, give you to deal with. Like, you don't know what set of cards you're going to get dealt. And, you know, we all have been through some crazy situations and, you know, even if it's just getting a delayed, you know, <laughs> to the next day. And, you know, it's just, something that we are all understanding and you know being flexible with is you know the name of the game and so when something happens to someone it's like oh hey yeah I can step in and you know there are still people to this day where you know if something were to happen I could call them and at the drop of a dime they'd be here to be you know in support of any way they need to be
1: yeah yeah, I definitely think that does come with the whole military life and community. People do understand that. And I think that's what's so cool about it is like even if anyone has like all their different situations, uh, they still it's still under the same idea that like you have to adjust or things happen and it could be like very last second. And that's why I think everyone understands and they're always there for each other. So I just, it's such a great community to be a part of. (laughs) Yeah. Cause even after that lifestyle,
0: you don't, you don't lose it. And, uh, you know, just having one set of friends is, is huge because then it's, I was having the conversation with a friend yesterday and it was like, the connections you have are more valuable than anything else. And If you need something, like you more than likely know somebody who can help you.
1: That is very true. Yeah. Like you always meet someone who can help you in whichever situation you're in. And it's cool to have the different the different types of friendships that you meet there because they're all genuine, but you there's always like one person you go to for one thing and like another you'll go to for something completely different. So to have that is just, I think that's invaluable.
0: <laughs> yeah. And especially, you know, if somebody, you know, if you move to a spot and you're like, okay, well, I need you know, X, Y, and Z, or I need help with this. And you know, nobody knows how to help you with that, but somebody knows somebody who can help Are you. <laughs> like it's just it's literally this little bubble that we're all living in.
1: Yeah. Which I think is crazy, but it's all it's awesome. And like just like when we lived on the base too, like it did seem I don't know, you said like living in a bubble and like that's what Yeah. It made me think of when we moved there it just it almost seemed like we were living in a bubble but not just because um everything like you have everything you need on the army base and like you don't you could obviously can go out and explore things but you don't need to if you don't have to so yeah. it's just, just to have literally everything right there and then all your friends live so close nearby it's it's such a cool thing <laughs> I loved living on base
0: and, you know, having both lived off base and on base, like I would give everything to live on base again. That was the best experience ever because you're right. Everything is right there. You have the PX, the commissary, you have, you know, gas stations, literally anything you needed right there. And then everyone around you, you know, it's living the same lifestyle that you are. So it's like, it's invaluable to, you know, have those amenities.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was really helpful to have them, especially if it was like cold or snowy or like I don't know. It was really cool to see it because I before we moved there, I've only been on a base one time, and that was to get my like military spouse ID <laughs> right before we moved. And yeah, so living there and living on the base and seeing like that, it literally has everything you need. Uh, it was just interesting to see and then we were there we were still up in Alaska during COVID so they were talking about like even closing the base down when it like COVID was starting to get really bad and to know that we have literally everything we need right there was was good too it made me feel a lot better exactly because I'm sure you know
0: depending on where you live in Alaska I'm sure it's different but you know you typically have to drive you know quite a way to go to you know Target or grocery store uh, grocery shopping, or you know, those simple amenities, but living on pace, it's like all right there. So you don't have to worry about driving, you know, an hour <laughs> to the closest store.
1: Right. Yeah. You just have to go like up the road and like there's a PX or the commissary. And then you're like, okay, yeah, this is really technically all I need if I didn't want to go anywhere else. Right. Lucky there was a target like right outside one of the base exits. (laughs) (laughs) But there weren't like as many normal stores as I would like. There's a lot in Anchorage compared to like some of the other areas, but Target was right there. And then they had a Sam's Club, but it actually closed down. So the fact that there were a couple of stores was nice and most of them were right outside one of the exits. So I was like, it was perfect timing and location.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you just, they literally just drop bases in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) And it's like, you know, they have to start building up the area. And like my dad getting stationed in kentucky when i was like an infant um it was like there's nothing here like (laughs) there's nothing it was a you know celebration when the first i think it was walmart was built and you know the first fast food restaurants you know that were coming in it was like a celebration of that
1: yeah I think I could see that especially because I've heard like my husband talk about some of them where like they'll go somewhere and there's like nothing anywhere around them and yeah. like even to order someone to deliver fast food to them could take like 45 minutes for the delivery driver to just make the drive themselves so it- it's cool to know that there's some locations that they have it but at least you know everything's on base <laughs> yeah even
0: like you have the staples of like Popeyes is typically on base, or you know, you at least have a little um little food area.
1: <laughs> yeah, like a little like food court. Like, yes. Yeah. yeah. Those were pretty cool to see too in there. I didn't realize they would have that. So and it was exciting when they always added something new to it. 'Cause if you go so often, eventually like having something new is nice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Change it up. And like they just changed up McDill not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And like even though we didn't go to McDill often, um, mm-hmm. you know, They still have the staples like Charlie's is still there. That's typically everywhere in Subway. But then they have like a tropical smoothie and they have like a chicken tender place that's really good. So it is very exciting to see. Uh Even if you don't live on that base, it's still very exciting to see the changes and you know, updates and bringing having a Starbucks on base is great. Now I can walk into the PX, get Starbucks first and then go shopping around.
1: Yeah, I think it's great that they added those. Like we went to Charlie's a lot, and then yeah. like the Starbucks was nice to have there. They had a GameStop in ours too, and like oh I'm yeah, obsessed with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's those little things
0: that it's like oh this is a little taste of home in you know the yeah. middle of Alaska. <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah. That helped a ton because a lot of things, a lot of places online wouldn't even like ship to Alaska. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So it was really nice when there was like little bits of things I was familiar with that were there. It definitely helped adjust uh, a little bit. Yeah. Because there's never, no beach there. <laughs> yeah. There's, like, there's no beach, like there's lakes, but it's not like really the same. Yeah. It, like, exactly. I mean, you can't like go tan or go hang out at the. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. It's a lot different. <laughs> yeah.
0: I like the lake life more, but, you know, being used to the beach for so long, like, I'm sure somebody would start to miss it a lot.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I started missing it a little bit. And like, <clears throat> there was definitely times when I missed it for sure. I mean, it was my first time like ever moving away from family and moving out of like the city I grew up in pretty much. Um, but I don't know. It was pretty nice to to explore other things and to know that there was a few things I could relate to or like still go to like Starbucks or like the yeah. Target right there. Um but then still know that I'm like out there and exploring and once once I finally figured out like what we like doing and we started going out and doing those things more and like we had like our friends to go out with. It made it a lot easier for us to adjust cuz we we were there for 4 years. So it wasn't I guess it wasn't a terribly long time. Um, but it was still a good enough time for us to like adjust and actually go out and do something while we were there yeah that's awesome because
0: you know some places you only get to go to for two years and it's or Mm -hmm. sometimes even less and so it's like you get there and you're trying to figure it out and then it's like you know scoop you up and move you to the next spot and especially Alaska like it's fun to go and explore we did a cruise you know an Alaskan cruise couple years like a decade ago, but still, like you know, it was just so gorgeous, and there's still so much that I was like, "Oh my gosh, I want to go back and do more. I want to hike more." <laughs> yeah, there was plenty of that. Yeah,
1: but it is really cool. I think it's a great place to visit and like at, le- at least explore it for a little while or visit a couple times. Um, I feel like we got to do so much of the stuff that we wanted to do when we were there and a lot of our friends and people told us when we first got there that like everyone that leaves will want to come back and a lot of our friends did go back up there and like got out and then stayed up there and I it's it's just such a completely different lifestyle that I think people like end up falling in love with it whether it's like the hunting the fishing or the hiking but it's just it's a completely different lifestyle. It's cool. (laughs) Yeah. That's
0: the fun thing though, is like, you're able to go to these places and, you know, going into it, like you're not going to permanently live, you know, unless you get out and stay, (laughs) there's that option. But, you know, for the most part, like you're going to just end up moving in a couple of years. And so it's fun that you're going into it with that mindset and so it's like all right let's make the most of every second we can while we're here before we do end up moving again
1: right yeah that definitely helps you get out and want to learn and try things in the area I know some bases and when they do literally put them in the middle of nowhere there it's it's kind of hard to do that <laughs> right away um and like it took us a while to like actually get out and figure out what we were doing there but I thought it was it was pretty nice though. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And like, it's fun to just be able to experience the different cultures of, you know, even the United States, because it's so different everywhere you go and, you know, the North versus the South versus the East and the West and Midwest, everything like it's so unique to each Area that you're in, even, you know, driving around Florida, like South Florida, North Florida, it's so different, you know? So being able to just experience the different cultures within even our borders is still so incredible.
1: Yeah, and I would have never experienced it, like I said before, so I'm I'm extremely glad that I had that opportunity to do that, so it, w- it was almost like a blessing in disguise, because when we talked about it, he had all these options to go to, like Germany, Hawaii, Italy, oh, yes. and like I still really would have liked to go to like Germany or Italy, so <laughs> many of our friends went, and I was like, it just makes me want to go more now, yeah, but it was it was a place I would have never ever wanted to go to, and I'm just super, super glad that we did go. and it just it turned into this like lifetime opportunity. and it was really fun. And like, like you were saying, we were only there for four years, which was a long time, but it like I knew we were leaving eventually. And then yeah. at the time he got out of Alaska and we went to North Carolina then like it was, it was nice to try to like push all the last things we wanted to do in before we moved. And now it's just, it was just a great opportunity for us to have done.
0: Yeah. Because you don't, I mean, you can go back and visit, but you don't, you're not going to live there, you know, necessarily again. And so (laughs) being able to just, you know, go home every night after a hike or after doing an activity is so nice to, it's comforting. You don't have to go back to a hotel or, you know, while it's fun to stay with friends, you know, you don't have to worry about going back to stay with friends and you can just go home.
1: Right. Yeah. Which was really nice. And it does feel good to like go home into your own bed, like after a long hike. (laughs) (laughs) realize how tired you get sometimes from them until you're home. (laughs) Yeah. Best feeling. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But now I'm sure you... There's at some point you'll still have friends in Germany and Italy that you can just go visit them now, too
1: yeah I know but if anyone goes over there I'm like if I could just come visit that would be great Yeah, start booking yeah. those
0: plane tickets
1: yeah, I would love that
0: I know because that's that's the whole thing like we didn't get stationed overseas either and it's like oh, we just want to go like overseas and visit and every time we did have friends over there we didn't make it over there because we were so busy but it's like mm-hmm. you know bucket list of stuff to do
1: definitely and it does show me like once you see some of them like over there like on Facebook or on social media seeing all the places they go to I'm like cool now if I ever go over there or if yes. like if over there and I visit I'm gonna go here here and here
0: <laughs> <laughs> right because you you don't just uh you know researching and you get all these tourist destinations but then like They're over there living like the locals and able to find all these hidden spots or they're really good restaurants or, um, you know, little coffee shops. And it's really fun to be able to, you know, kind of take a, a trip off the beaten path of, okay, well, these are all the tourist destinations that we need to hit.
1: Right. Yeah, I think that's really cool to have like the like an insight to something Yeah, that's not as touristy. So you could do a little bit of both and seeing everything that's over there like I had a friend that was in Japan and I had no idea it looked the way it did I guess (laughs) when I saw her pictures I don't know what I was expecting but it was not that It looked so so beautiful like the beaches were so beautiful yeah I definitely never wanted to go like to that place before because I've never heard of it but I was like, it's just so beautiful. I definitely want to go there at some point in
0: my life now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You start building up a bucket list because of just where everyone else has lived. And, you know, you, you get to see their lives through Facebook and Instagram. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I want to go now.
1: Yeah, it definitely like kickstarted me wanting to travel a lot more and like open my eyes to where I'd want to go. That was that was definitely one cool thing about it is like we didn't move around too too much like my husband was at a couple places before, like a couple different bases before we got married. Um, But afterwards, we were just in Alaska and then we went to North Carolina, but he was doing recruiting then. So we were like kind of transitioning out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I just, all the other options, it's, I just think it's so cool to like have the idea that every couple of years you live somewhere else and you can experience something that's yeah. completely different.
0: Exactly. And it's not like you're, you know, like I said earlier, it's not like you're settling down anywhere, you know, mm-hmm. and you can, you know, it opens your eyes to the rest of the world and it's like, okay, well, you know, Maybe I want to, you know, move somewhere else, and maybe I want to live my life somewhere else and settle down somewhere else because there's so much more outside of this one, you know, little bubble where I grew up.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I was very thankful that I got out of like the little bubble. I mean, I <laughs> a little bubble, but... <laughs> but it was really nice to see like other areas and areas I don't, I would have never gone to if it weren't for that opportunity. And to be able to do it together as like a married couple was really nice, too, because we we just like we got married and then he pretty much had his new orders to go there. So we moved shortly after. So to go there as like a newly married couple and like we just had one dog with us so no kids, but (laughs) it was still a cool experience to to go there and experience it together, figure out what we were doing and living on base. So like the entire thing was brand new. But to have someone with me the entire time and to work it out with me and figure out what worked for both of us was, was also very eye-opening. It was a great experience, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Especially, you know,
0: starting your lives out as a married couple, like, mm-hmm. you know, being thrown into a new place that, you know, never been to before and, you know, figuring out life in a new spot. It's huge. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was, it was definitely a lot of changes all at once, <laughs> but it was, it was really nice. And I think it worked out almost even better that we moved and had to kind of like figure everything out. Cause it was new to both of us. It wasn't right. like you lived there before. And I just kind of joined the fact that it was new to both of us, I think helped a ton um, because we were just like both figuring everything out.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, those are it seems scary from the outside perspective of like, oh, I'm just getting thrown into like some crazy new life. But like, mm-hmm. once you get into it, it's like, oh, this is such a perk of the lifestyle. Like, you know, and being able to just do new things, explore new adventures, and it's the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, it was just a whole new situation, very eye opening and. I don't know I think just for both of us it was nice that we were doing it together because we I don't think either of us expected (laughs) (laughs) like he he, because he was in other locations but none of them were as drastically different as Alaska yeah he was in like North Carolina Georgia like places like that like they're still similar enough it wasn't that bad but to go all the way over there we both like didn't really know what we were doing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So there's one more thing that I wanted to ask you. And some people say it's the hardest thing, but Mm -hmm. what advice would you give to another military spouse?
1: I would say the best advice um, that I learned in our like short time there was definitely reach out and take advantage of the community that you have there. So other like military spouses or even like if your husband has friends or your spouse that's in the military has friends, like reach out to their spouses and kind of grow on that, those interactions and building those up. Because I think in the beginning and even when, whenever he was gone, those were the most supportive and helpful people. And that helped me more than anything. And I have a very uh, like, I can do it on my own mentality. <laughs> but even with that, it, like they helped so much more and helped me see things that I, I would have never thought of. I would have just probably like sat in a room and then just like, <laughs> nothing else. So I think reaching out to other people and getting the support from the actual community and everyone that's also part of that lifestyle, I think that's, that's definitely the most helpful thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that's great. And, you know, building that community and being intentional with just building that community once you get to a new spot is the best thing you could do for your your family.
1: Yeah, yeah. It makes a huge difference and it, it helps you adjust a lot easier. Um, I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard regardless jumping and moving your like whole life up to somewhere new but it's it made such a big difference to me and it helped open my eyes up to like other activities in that area that I don't think I would have ever like done or at least not figured out like right away so to see that and then find people that have like similar interests of me just made a huge difference
0: yeah absolutely I love that Well, thank you so much, Marina, for being on the podcast and sharing what it was like, you know, living in Alaska and being a military spouse.
1: Yeah, thank you so much. I I seriously appreciate you having me on. It was great experience, like sharing my experience with you. (laughs) Absolutely.
0: Thank you for listening to Grace of a Military Child and Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to give it a like, follow and comment. Also, be sure to check out Instagram and Facebook at Grace with Military Child and Life for more awesome content. For information on the podcast, Military Child Bigs and Littles, GoAMCL blog, or other resources, visit www.goamcl.org. You can also email me at gracie, That's G-R-A-C-I-E at G-O-A-M-C-L dot org with any questions or comments. To be a guest on the podcast, you can schedule it at wwwg dot org forward slash schedule a podcast, all one word, or contact me via social media or email. Stay tuned for the next episode where another incredible story is shared.